Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Log Talk Radio. Well, hello, hello. This is Margaret Ann Lembo. And I am here today to talk a little bit about a cycle of life which is very sad for most of us, if not everyone. It's the time of life when we grieve the passing of a loved one. Now, that that person may be someone we're very close with. It may be someone we're angry with. It may be actually not a person. It could be a job. It could be a way of life. It might be a pet, someone, and I say someone, the pet, who has been a vital part of our lives for many, many years. So this is uh, this little podcast is, is to talk a little bit about that and different ways of dealing with it. And the, the reason it came to mind to work on or talk about this subject is because a good friend of mine has just gone, is going through a period of intense grieving. Both her sister and then her mother, within two weeks of each other, passed away. And that's very intense. It's a hard, hard experience. And now that I've been through it myself, I can have a little bit more of a compassion because I've lost both parents and I've lost my kitty cats. And, you know, when, when they move on, and I say lost, they're not really lost, but it feels like they're lost. We can't see them anymore. So it's a time in life where we need to acknowledge that angst. It's a time of life where... We need to embrace it, perhaps, you know, be okay with being sad and or angry because definitely anger is a part of it. Um, But there's no sure way to overcome the raw, unfathomable, unfathomable, can hardly even say at that time, unfathomable feelings of grief. It does feel very raw and vulnerable to have that experience. I remember... The whole year that my mom passed away, she she passed away in 97. Oh, my goodness. I just cried and cried and cried. I'd be at the grocery store, in the, and I'd see a vegetable that made me think of my mother, and I'd cry in the produce section. And then when I'd get to the checkout, I'd start crying again when they rang up that particular vegetable. And it's like, but you know what? I really know that crying and letting those tears come out and feeling the feelings is part of the process. It's what we need to do. We don't want to shove it down. That's for sure. (laughs) We want to embrace that. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to stay there forever, you know, And, and I always tell people and what I believe is there's no expiration date on grief. It just goes through cycles. It changes the way we feel. We may not be as raw as time goes on. Hopefully that's true. And then, you know, we embrace that we still have a connection with them even though they're on the other side, and we do. We still have that availability 
to be in alignment with our loved ones from the other side. Now, to talk more about that first period of time when our loved one has passed away, and I, I have, I've used a variety of tools over the years that have helped me. It doesn't take it away, but it does support the process of shock, sadness, grief. And, and one of the tools that I, I really found very helpful was to use box flower essences. And yes, I sell them at my store, the Crystal Garden, here in Boynton Beach, Florida, but this isn't a sales pitch. This is to give you information that can support you. So you go to your local, um, you know, natural food store or gro natural grocery store. <clears throat> hey, you could go to your, um, I, Whole Foods usually carries it, and so do most nutrition stores where you would go and get vitamins. They're called Bach flower essences, and nowadays you can get everything online, right? <laughs> so I wrote about box flower remedies in my book, The Essential Guide to Aromatherapy and Vibrational Healing, because box flower essences are a form of vibrational healing. Now, the directions for usage, oh, I know what I want to say first before I explain how to use. I want to tell you the difference between Bach flower essences and essential oils. Flower essences are not extracted from the plant. They're a vibration from the plant. So there's no extraction of any of the oils. There's no extraction of any of the components. It's not considered an herb or an herbal extract, not at all. Where Dr. Edward Bach, back in the 1930s, he was a homeopathic physician, he had an awakening, a realization that the water, the early morning dew on plants held the vibrational essence of that particular plant or tree or flower or bush. And so he started collecting those waters from the uh, bush or tree or plant or flower <laughs> and then created these flower essence remedies. He ended up with 38 of them. Plus, there's also something called Rescue Remedy. Some of you have heard of Rescue Remedy, perhaps. And Rescue Remedy is good for sudden shock. So maybe right after someone passes away, that's a good one to use, the Rescue Remedy, which you do ingest. And one of the main differences that I want to point out is you do ingest Bach flower essences. You do not, please, do not ingest essential oils. And there is a huge difference unless you're under the care of a medically trained clinical aromatherapist with blood tests and regular blood tests going on. You don't want to ingest essential oils, please, for your own health and well-being. Okay, enough of that. Here. This is what uh, the pamphlet about Bach flower remedies says that you place two drops directly under your tongue and then add four drops to your water at least four times a day. And then others say you add two drops to water or juice. Another pamphlet recommends creating a blend in an amber bottle. And you put spring water in and then add two drops of each essence that you choose because there's 38 to choose from. And then make sure you take four drops four times a day. Now, I have a different way of doing it, and it worked just fine. What I do is, if I, once I know what Bach flower remedies I'm going to use, I take that Bach flower essence, 
those maybe there's three or four or six, you know, it depends on what it is. And I have, you know, most of us walk around with our container of water, right? So right now I have, how big is this? This is a 24 ounce that I have next to me. So even if it's a gallon of water, it doesn't matter because more is not necessarily better with flower essences because it's vibrational. And vibrational means that it's just going to shift the molecular structure enough to energetically assist you during times of challenges. Now, this is, you know, black flower remedies, black flower essences are, or remedies are for mental and emotional challenges. And that's what they're for. That's what they're designated for. <clears throat> it could be for loneliness. It could be for grief. It could be overcoming anxiety, um, overcoming uh, deep blues, you know, like depression. There's so many uh, wonderful benefits from using box flowers, and I've used them over the years a lot. Over, over you know, I'm going to be 60 this year. So over my life, I've used it from time to time when I'm having a challenge. I turn to them, and that's why I like sharing them, because you're really helping on a vibrational letter, lay, level and it's going into your water, okay? All right, so now, <clears throat> so for the very specific purposes, let's say, of grief, the ones that I recommend, and what I do recommend, first of all, is take a look at a book, <clears throat> my book, The Essential Guide to Aromatherapy and Vibrational Healing, or get the little pamphlet that most stores that sell it should have that's free, read through it, and this is something where you decide what you're going to use yourself based on what it says, you know, the information about that particular Bach flower. Now, the, one that I wanna, the ones that I want to recommend, so Bach flower rescue remedy first off, and they even make the rescue remedy in little gummies. I think it's cranberry and I don't know what the two flavors are, but they do come in like a little a little tin that you can use initially. And then what I recommend is get specific. So Mimulus is good for worry and fear of things both known and unknown. And that because it's such a major change when somebody passes away, you don't know how things are going to be working then, how is life going to be. Mimulus is good for that because it's fear about the future. And then Red Chestnut is good if you, for some reason, have an over-concern for the welfare of the deceased loved one. Now, I'd like to speak to that just for a second because we're the ones <laughs> that we should be concerned about, the ones that are left here on the planet, not the one that passes over. But if you do have that belief system that there's, that they're, that there's a concern for them once they've died, then, yeah, red chestnut would help you deal with that over-concern and then, of course, I recommend prayer. Pray for them. Pray for the that the light that the light is shown shines on their path, and that angels come to assist them to the next dimensional reality of where they're traveling. That they're a blessing on their journey. And prayers for comfort for you. Prayers for you know if you know someone who has is challenged with the sadness and grief, and pray for them that they they find comfort somehow as they go through this cycle, because it is, it is a cycle of life that is part of the, the experience of life. And, um, and then um, you might want to consider using walnut 
for changes from one way of being to another way of being and to deal with those challenges and cycles of life. Walnut is one of the ones I've used a lot over the years because one thing that's constant in life is change. I remember one day I was with my, my aunts and my uncles up in Clearwater and we were having a little family reunion, Clearwater, Florida, and my uncle Frank said that to me. He said, Margaret Ann, the only thing constant in life is change, you know. I'm like, okay, you're right. And I know, even though I've heard that before, when he said it that day, it really impacted me. So when we can accept that change is inevitable, then we can relax into it. And more often than not, all change brings about better life situations. White chestnut is good, the essential uh, flower essence, white chestnut. <clears throat> Excuse me, my throat is a little funny today. To calm the mind and to help you switch off repetitive thoughts. Because you might <clears throat> constantly be focused on those repetitive thoughts of sadness and you just can't let it go. Now, Star of Bethlehem is really good for comfort and, and relieving the feelings of trauma. Rock Rose, too, shot. Oh, my God, they're gone. You know, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that my whoever has passed away. And just to start to help with the integration, that that's a reality. Now, the essential oils I've used over the years, hyacinth is my favorite. And I found this by, kind of by coincidence. So mom passed away in January, so I'm going to use my own personal example. And then... I found myself wanting to buy hyacinth plants at the grocery store. Now, because I live in South Florida, hyacinth doesn't come up out of the ground like it does in northern climates or colder climates. So I, I just was, like, really drawn to needing a hyacinth in my house and smelling it all the time. So finally, one morning, I woke up being very sad, and I looked it up in my, in my aromatherapy book that I had at the time, and sure enough, it's very helpful for nurturing and comforting you during times of grief. So blue cypress, the oil blue cypress, which is a little pricey, is also good. You can even use that as a blend, hyacinth and blue cypress. And then what I like to do is use positive affirmations. So a positive thought while you're drinking your beautiful water that has the box flower remedies in it, and then that you have an, uh, 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 an essential oil that you're inhaling, you're just smelling it, maybe hyacinth, maybe blue cypress, maybe the two combined, and then you're thinking the thoughts, I completely embrace the depth of my feelings. Instead of trying to push it away, embrace them. I know that any intense feelings of anger Sorrow and grief will pass, and I willingly release them from my body. It's easy for me to connect with loved ones on the other side, and I interpret their messages. Now, one thing I've noticed when I was grieving in a couple of different, both mom, dad, um, my cat Gabrielle, believe it or not, there would be times where all of a sudden I'd start grieving. I'd start crying because I don't know why. I just would be like, oh, so sad. And then one day I realized that more than likely, and now maybe this is hokey for some of you that are listening, I realized that my mother, and this is how I realized it, I'll tell you. I was crying in my shower one morning. I think it was my birthday that day. 
And it was years and years after my mother passed, and all of a sudden I started crying. And even my husband, yeah, it's not that long ago because my husband was already in my life. And um, he's like, what's going on in there? Are you okay? And I said, yeah, I just really miss my mother. It's my birthday, yada, yada. And I heard my mother say in my inner ear, you know, so on another whole nother level, <gasps> she's like, Margaret, Ann, I'm not going to keep come visiting you if you're going to cry every time I come to be around you. And I realized that sometimes those sudden bursts of sorrow and grief and sadness are because they've come in, they're coming to visit. They're stopping by because they want to acknowledge us still that, that their energy is still nearby on some level. So one essential oil, and I'll end this on this. I was going to talk about uh, gemstones too, but I think these tools are very good for this moment. So well, I'll tell you a couple of gemstones too. But grapefruit is helpful. Grapefruit essential oil to inhale, or if you want to eat grapefruit in the morning or have grapefruit juice with the intention that you're intending to return to joy after this period of grief that you want to have more joy left back and brought back into your life. I remember that feeling of finally laughing really hard and joyfully, and it was a long time after mom passed because that one was hard for me. Um, and it was like such a relief that I was happy again, you know. So, okay, let me tell you a few uh, gemstones because I do have to head on to another appointment. And I want to tell you, you can use aquamarine for emotional hurts, and that can help wash away and the intensity of sadness, that beautiful blue light of aquamarine. Celestite is also a light blue color that is also vibrationally like the divine mother. And that you can even use the, your uh, imagination to imagine the divine mother is rocking you in her arms to help you release the emotions and feelings and comforting you. Apache Tears, one of the best. Apache Tears are actually, you know, black, black obsidian. So during periods of grief and mourning, there's, um, uh, that's a really good gemstone to work with, as well as rose quartz for comfort and love and rhodonite to restore balance in your emotional body after periods of grief or disappointment. And it doesn't only have to, be, have to do with the death of a loved one. It could be the death of a way of being, the death of, of a, um, changing from one way of being to another way of being. So let's see if I have, uh, let me think. Okay, here's another uh, positive thought. I open myself to the healing energy of the love and prayers that people are sending me. That's one thing for sure. When we're going through grief and sadness and, you know, our friends are, are supportive. They, they don't, there's nothing much that they can really say. There's nothing much they can really do. They can't change anything. But more often than not, they're, you're, they're in your heart. They're, you're in their hearts and their prayers. So be open. I open myself to the healing energy of the love and prayers that people are sending me. All right. Well, I think that does it for today. I want to thank you so much for listening into my podcast. I apologize for my little croggy throat this today. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> but I do want to say that I do wish you many blessings and much love, and may the angels light your path. This is Margaret Ann Lembo signing off for today. 
Thanks for listening. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.